0: Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, January 9th. That was easy, huh? (laughs) You know, my father always told me, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. It may have taken him 15 ballots over four days to secure becoming Speaker of the House. But actually, for Kevin McCarthy, the hard part starts now. Today, Speaker McCarthy will face his first test in the new role as Speaker of the House, with the task at hand being passing a rules package to actually set up how the House is going to run. This is also, much like the vote for Speaker, it is usually like one of the easiest votes members will take at the beginning of every Congress. Obviously, the speaker vote did not work out to be so easy. We will see if Kevin McCarthy and his team indeed have all the votes they need to pass the rules package in a more timely fashion. But apart from whether or not McCarthy has the votes and most of our sourcing here at CNN says he is likely to have the votes to, to pass it, it's the actual content of the rules package. That is drawing the most attention because this is the revised rules package that includes all those concessions that McCarthy had to make in order to woo the conservative holdouts, the so-called rebels last week, to his side in order to win the speakership. Now, to be clear, we do not yet know all the details of every concession that McCarthy made. But here's what we do know about what is included in this rules package. Any member, any one member of the House can call for a motion to vacate the Speaker's chair, meaning it would make it much easier to oust McCarthy as Speaker. It would make it much easier to grind the business of the House to a halt and repeat the exercise that we saw last week of somebody needing to amass enough votes to be Speaker. Now, McCarthy has said repeatedly when asked about this concession that he is not worried that people inside his conference are going to use this willy nilly to oust him. But this was the very thing that was being threatened that ended up with John Boehner stepping down as speaker. So we have seen it used to change House leadership in some way in recent political past. The rules package also says that any spending bill that is going to pass this Congress needs to include spending cuts elsewhere in the budget. Most notably, this rules package says that there is going to be no raising of the debt limit unless there are spending cuts. Now, just a reminder here, the debt limit is something put in place by Congress to try and tamp down on the excessive debt the United States carries. If indeed we were to breach the debt limit as a country... We would be in default, and most economic experts say it could be catastrophic to the American economy if that were to happen. And the current Republican majority, especially this faction that was opposed to McCarthy, seems totally poised to sort of play politics around raising the debt limit again this year. It's expected to be reached roughly in October. So that right there gives some members of the Republican conference, the more moderate members, if you will, or more establishment members, if you will, some worry. Some pause. There are real concerns about uh, how this divided Republican conference is going to jump this hurdle of the politically perilous issue of raising the debt limit later this year. Another concern among some Republicans in the conference is in this rules package a cap on discretionary spending at fiscal year 2022 levels. So that would amount to basically lower levels for defense and domestic programs. That Give some national security hawks real pause that some Republicans in the conference are willing to play politics around defense spending, which has in the past been sort of a calling card of the Republican Party brand to spend big on defense. In addition to how the Republican conference is sort of going to govern itself and do its business in this rules package, there is also the issue of sort of the priorities for this Republican conference. And Kevin McCarthy made clear in his first speech as speaker in the wee hours of Saturday morning that that includes this new committee aimed at investigating what he called the weaponization of the FBI. We will hold the swamp accountable from the withdrawal of Afghanistan to the origins of COVID and to the weaponization of the FBI. We will use the power of the purse and the power of the subpoena To get the job done. Now, this committee has been in the works for some time, but an earlier draft proposal shows it was originally planned not to be quite as powerful or as broad in scope as what the rebels last week were able to get Kevin McCarthy to concede to. So before McCarthy changed the structure of this, the panel would have only been able to focus on the FBI, Department of Justice, and the Department of Homeland Security. Well, now, in the latest draft proposal, the committee has a much wider aperture here. It could have the power to investigate all ongoing criminal probes of the executive branch, giving it access potentially to the most highly classified information in Congress. And this committee, this special select subcommittee would be a part of the Judiciary Committee, and that is going to be chaired by Congressman Jim Jordan, Republican of Ohio. Now, this panel could be used a couple different ways. It could be a big sort of Donald Trump defense panel, given its purview of overseeing and looking into the Department of Justice investigations into Donald Trump. It also could give new life and a platform to sort of conspiracy theorists about the so-called deep state. This is an animating feature in Republican-based politics. Now, as I mentioned, our current reporting is that the rules package is likely to pass. But there are a couple of Republicans who are making names for themselves today. One, Tony Gonzalez of Texas, said pretty firmly on Fox News that he is not going to vote in favor of this rules package. One is is the defense, spend the cut in defense, terrible idea. But the other is the vacate the chair. I mean, I don't want to see us every two months being locked down. And Congressman Nancy Mace, Republican of South Carolina, was on CBS yesterday, where she clearly indicated she was open to still giving consideration to the rules package, but she was not yet a solid supporter. As you'll remember from last week, Kevin McCarthy can only afford to lose four Republican votes It's important to remember in all of this, Kevin McCarthy and House Republicans can pass a lot of bills. The likelihood that they become law? Well, that's not very high, given the fact that Democrats still control the United States Senate and Joe Biden still sits in the Oval Office. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.